2: All cheaters welcome to the always cheating podcast my name is josh i'm here with brandon brandon how are you
3: i'm good i feel like this is wild card uh dot 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 continued uh our series yeah. of podcasts about fantasy wild cards and that's okay last week you and i uh we bucked the trend amongst our mm-hmm. our sort of circle of friends right had who a good all, laugh yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Aha, they played their wild card and we didn't mm-hmm. we had uh, yep. liverpool players that was yep. great fun yep and here we are one game week later both of us have played our wild card in game week 27 so i feel like we've got yes. to unpack this quite a bit. Why did we play them? What are the results yeah. which, you know, now are we, interesting. Yeah,
2: it's it's time for us to put on the clown noses and uh, and talk about what just happened here. I for some reason, you and I are both in good moods. I don't know why. The weather is getting warmer here in New York. Uh,
3: daylight savings. We've got more savings. sunlight uh, later in the evening, which is always makes me happy. Yeah.
2: Energy's better. I don't, I, I, you know, I, the NCAA tournament uh, just announced their bracket. That always puts me in a good mood. So it's not fantasy that's putting me in a good mood. But right I'll tell you that much right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, I... So I've wildcarded. It's gone terribly. I, I was 10k overall. So you know, I was ten thousand fifteen. So just about right on the cusp of. We of round 10K.
3: down on the always cheating podcast. Yeah,
2: exactly. So I rounded down to 10k. Uh, I am now at 17k. So, and so, uh, to a certain degree, seven thousand spots. Not that much. Uh, from another perspective, I've lost you know, 67% of my, of my rank, right. It's a, you know, yeah. it's a pretty significant drop. Imagine uh, if that were,
3: uh, yeah. imagine if that were body fat though, Josh, you'd be, you'd be loving life. You'd be like, wow, I'm like, yeah, so fit.
2: Would've, you would have assumed there was some sort of thinner curse put on me, Brandon, <laughs> but it was, uh, yeah. So it not, didn't go great. I think, I think what was annoying to me was how much time I put into the wild card. I really, really thought it through. I really had a plan. And that's maybe that's why I'm not so uh upset right now. I didn't I didn't it wasn't not like a thing I decided unlike you uh, to do with like uh, like an hour before the deadline you know I sort of jump, jumped in there I, I, but but it, it, we had this, it was the Steady. same result so I don't really know I, yes <laughs> you know I don't really know like, I, I put in time it didn't work you didn't put in as much time and it didn't work so we're, we're kind of in the same I think you were just you were just more on the fence about it I think yeah uh, but it just you know so I think I kind of knew you know right away and I think that first match when when I mean if if Salah had just turned around, and booted the ball backwards towards <laughs> towards Allison. Like, I think yeah. that ball, he would have been about as close as he got to scoring as he did with his penalty kick. It was, uh, he hit that ball as hard as a human's ever hit a football. Didn't even yeah. get close to the net. Uh, it, it's actually, it's I think it is now in orbit. It achieved escape velocity when it left is his, it, his, his foot. Is
3: it a little bit like uh, just to bring in yet another American sport into the conversation when a pitcher walks the hitter? Uh, you know, when, you know, somebody steps up to bat who's notorious for hitting dingers, hitting home runs, and the pitcher is like, we're better off just putting this person on home base. So yep. they just toss the ball well beyond home plate, walk the guy. It's basically what Mo yeah. Salah did to the entire goal yeah. frame.
2: Yeah, it's first base, by the way, not, not first. home base. Home <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can tell. <laughs> it's been a while since I've watched
3: a baseball game. I can tell you that much. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, we've still got a, a handful of matches yet to play and yep. in game week 27. Are you feeling yeah. where Where are you at on the I'm feeling cursed to there could be an optimistic <laughs> way of, well, of looking at this on, on that spectrum?
2: Well, uh, I don't feel that optimistic because I look around all the teams that are kind of in my little rank bubble, and they all have as many players as I do going yeah. into to Wednesday. I would need McAllister, I suppose, to really go off. It would help be helpful if Ivan Tony did anything. Missed a header uh, on Saturday would have been nice if that had gone, I mean, lost the clean sheet with the Brighton defense two minutes into that game. That was that was a toughie. Um, the red card for Cas, for Casemiro today was a killer because I, you know, basically I made a gamble, which was I wanted to really set myself up to go all out for 29, right? 12 teams played twice until 20, 29. I wanted to be totally ready to go for it and bench boost. And so my thinking was I am going to... Um, I'm gonna to try to see if I can get away with not having Harry Kane. And I am going to go all in on having uh Bruno Fernandez and Mo Salah. And those and I I hope that the, that Harry Kane, because Spurs have been playing that well recently, that Harry Kane will have another quiet match, does not tend this season to get into double digits. And I mm-hmm. think maybe I can get away with it. Mm-hmm. And um, and that, you know, Bruno at home to Southampton and Mo Salah away to Bournemouth. Now Sure, Liverpool have not been as good as good away but they they just won 7-0 6 days before, right? They They should they, be in the mo- zone, man. They should be in some kind of zone. And and they and they don't need us to tell you how how poorly they played in that match and then and then so he gets zero and instantly the second he the second that penalty doesn't go in I know for for an absolute stone fact that Harry mm-hmm. Kane is scoring at least 13 points in yeah in, uh, in, in the, in the later match that that's just the universe has told me that with that miss penalty, I, it's, it's a guaranteed, you know, mm-hmm. it's a certainty. So, um, so I was kind of mentally ready for his first half, 13 points. I mean, if anything, uh, I feel lucky they didn't get any more than that, uh, in that match. Um, so, uh, you know, then later on Holland, uh, who was the one I sort of opted for over Kane partially because I, I thought they could both do something in, uh, and, 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 you know, in game week 2027. 20, but I also felt like I really wanted Holland for game weeks uh, 30 and 31. The, so Man City have these really strong matches, you know, really easy matches in 30 and 31. And yeah, I want captain and for those.
3: On wild card, Holland, it's just most elegant. It's easy to just carry Holland through on a wild card. Because if you drop him, the most elegant way to bring him back in is via a wild card. Because he is so expensive. Right. And because we've all right. accumulated so much team value through him you sell him and then try to bring him back through a free transfer or a minus four uh you know you're looking at team surgery and with the second wild card of the season the last thing you want to have to do during the last 10 game weeks of the season is surgery
2: yeah yeah and well and, and we'll see i probably will anyway right like this is this is how it goes with injuries and all that stuff. But yeah. so it just it, it didn't work out, but I felt like I had a plan, so be it. And I think that uh the plan is it's a three it's a three week plan, right? The the plan is to set a, have a team that's kind of all in for game week twenty eight. I mean all in for game week twenty seven, free hit in game week twenty eight, and then bench boost in twenty nine. So that is still the plan. And I think we can we can look back to game week twenty six wild carders. Those te- those squads are looking a lot better right now, right? There's a lot of players that that they brought in, uh, especially people who people who are not planning to free hit uh, in 28 because they tend to have Kane, Arsenal players. Now, granted, a lot of those Arsenal players were benched. It turned out the move really was to to bench boost in 27, which yeah. was a move that I really wouldn't wouldn't i'll be quite honest it's not something i necessarily would have advocated for but it's really it's kind of already been a hit no matter what happens in um in the second half you know of of, uh, with these Wednesday matches so you know good on everyone who did that it was a it was a good you know it was a effective strategy It really worked out um so we'll see what happens i mean i (laughs) i don't feel great uh but i have McAllister going for him over march has worked out so far I don't know. Let's let's see what happens. Now, how about let's you? Let's
3: not get into this whole Solly March business, Josh. That's like no. Uh, <laughs> I, was could, it an I own could never goal? Was tell? It I don't. Yeah.
2: I, I don't want to totally get into it, but I could you tell? It's like I could never quite see an no. angle that told me one no, way or the other. Yeah. I
3: couldn't tell. Couldn't care less. Uh, I mean, but that's just <laughs> yeah, all we don't have them. We don't have him, So yeah, sorry, you came to the wrong podcast. So yeah, I. I was I was hemming and hawing about the wild card uh, going into the Game Week 27 deadline. Like Ultimately Hamlet, chose just, yeah. Yeah, I decided to play it. You know, we had our Patreon podcast on Thursday night, which we kind of talked through various options and uh yeah. I had two paths that I could walk. One was the more passive. I really like my team and right. I'm looking just at the game week in front of me. Yeah. Or I could walk the other path that was actually I accept that FPL is a game and sometimes you have to make choices that don't necessarily sit well or coincide yeah. with your view of, of of what you're actually watching on the pitch. Yeah. Um ultimately how I how I justified this wild card is I really wasn't that interested, if at all, in playing the Brentford Brighton doubles in 27. What yep. what what I was mostly interested in was the bench boost in game week twenty-nine because yep. twenty-nine is going to be Bar None, the biggest double game week of the season. This is our best opportunity to load up and uh yep. and play that bench boost with as many doublers as possible. The, the blanks in Game Week 28 meant that you would have to play the, uh, the wild card in 27 because to wild, try to wild card in 28 with all these blanks, it would be really messy. You'd probably make a couple of compromises. So the, I guess the compromise for 27 that I made with this outlook was I had very few Brentford and Brighton players. What do we always say, Josh? The goal of fantasy is to have good players from good teams. Now right, right. I, I concede that Brentford and Brighton aren't your average mid-table teams. They've been quite good this season, but um, I just feel like there's there's been throughout this season far better value for points on teams like Newcastle, Arsenal, uh, and yeah. some players on Manchester United. And yeah. I know you agree. So I just didn't want to have to be carrying so many Brentford and Brighton players. So on this wild card, I went for two Brighton in Lewis Dunk, which was a budget. Uh, uh, consolation and Matoma. And then mm-hmm. I brought in Tony as a captain. Now, if we go back in hindsight, if I didn't play my wild card, what move would I have done? I would have gotten rid of Harry Kane to bring in Tony as kind of a, 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 a shield move to try to protect myself from everyone who was going to be captaining Tony in that top 100 K range. Yeah. Ultimately Uh, I'm sitting on 44 points with three players left to go. I'm on a red era. I've lost about 16,000 in OR rank. I'm sitting around uh, 58,000. So it's like I feel content, I guess I could say, with how this week is going because I kind of just want to hold the line until we move into a free hit 28 and that bench boost in 29. That's when the people who wildcarded in 26, the people who haven't, us – all will be yep. revealed. Come, come yeah. when we come back from yeah. the international break. That's when it's really yeah. going to happen. And I think that if you haven't gotten a green era, if you haven't gained ground, and if you've only lost a little bit of ground in game week twenty seven, that's okay. If you've if you've gained a lot through having Harry Kane and um, captaining, uh, you know, I don't know
2: anyone but Tony. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Then then yeah. hats off, and that that is a huge win. And you need to just like keep pushing. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like I and you, you and I both can make up uh, with that with more what's even more once we uh hit 28 and 29.
2: Yeah, I think that's a really optimistic take on it. I mean, I you know, I really there's no reason not to be otherwise. We've already pl- we've we've we, the die is cast. We've played the wild card. There's really no way that I could not free hit in 28 because I've already it would require me to, to basically drop for massive point hits all the players that I brought in to to have because they double in, in, yeah. in twenty nine, and so I've sort of you know my my I, I'm committed to this strategy now, and so the only uh, you know answer is to be optimistic, and so that's 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 what I'll I'll choose to be, and so I, I, I you know I feel. And and there's the 32, which is this kind of blank game week coming up, and I I feel actually reasonably set up for that already. I've got eight players who who will play in that one, so yeah. I feel like I sort of solved that problem as well. And so, I'm, in some ways, I feel very locked in for like the next like five weeks. It's kind of it's you know as barring any massive injuries, it's like okay, this is my plan. Let's see what happens. Getting the zero for Mo is the only thing that really I'm struggling with because I really it was it was Mo or Kane, and I just thought. And and I think the mo thing it's like it's you know people can congratulate themselves on it or you know on avoiding you know avoiding him on the wild card and, and you know congrats if he did I mean obviously I'd rather have I'd rather have points than than zero points but you want your players to be taking penalties that is a good spot to be it was a one nil match at that point like in the, in the player who'd scored billing her, was on a yellow card. So very likely that if Salah scores that goal, that he is on, you know, a goal and max bonus for the match. Maybe, right? maybe.
3: Salah doesn't exactly have a great history with BPS, but I don't recall sure, where he was I mean, in a, that, that match. him.
2: But I'm just saying that it would have been a one, one with, with the other goal scorer being on a yellow. there's a good chance he's on two or three bonus, in, you know, in that, in that situation, assuming that was that'd be the final score. And so then it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a nine or 10 point swing possibly with that. And so it's, and it's not i'm not trying to retroactively i guess i am trying to you know at least like explain that like the difference between how how well he hits a ball in one little spot has a major impact on how my game week looks right now and i think that it's it's important to, to remember that though because um you know, it's it's it doesn't take much to turn a bad game week into a good one, and or and or vice versa, and um, mm-hmm. so there's no point in getting incredibly upset about about yeah. stuff that just didn't nor, quite pan out. You know. Nor the, do I think people,
3: anyone should beat themselves up on uh, on it because hey, I'm I'm smiling big because at least I got most 21 points from last week, and yeah. uh, I, yeah. uh, I, I I salute myself in the mirror every morning when I yeah. uh, brush my teeth, but. Um, it, you're exactly right. Like the form that Spurs were in, it seems like the relationship with Conte is just decaying at a more rapid rate. They aren't scoring many goals and compared to yeah. the hope we were all filled with and it just now it, it 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 really does. It's revealed itself to be entirely false hope. This resurgent Liverpool, they still have all the problems that they had prior to yeah. that Manchester United match which is disappointing just from a fan fan it's, perspective.
2: Yeah, but it's I think that was period. that was the right call. Yeah.
3: Salah over yeah. Kane it just had point it had the better FPL pick written all
2: over it to me. Yeah. I mean, once he went off in the in the, in the Man, Man United match, I mean, the thing is I think these late period Klopp they tend to be uh at their best against good teams, right? They sort of it's like they want I mean they're just a very successful They've they've have a huge run, right? They've kind of won basically everything that that you know. I mean, I don't know. Did they, they won an FA Cup under Klopp? I don't think they have. But they've won. You know, they've made three Champions League finals. They've won. The, you know, they won one of them. They they won the league. Like this, there's this this club is already there, right? They've already kind of done it, and they, there needs to be a lot of turnover, obviously, in in this squad. Um, and then you have these kind of players who are sort of sort of getting their. Their feet wet a little bit, and probably are a little bit better at home. Players like like uh, the Gakpo and and, and Darwin, um, but I think that they they can really be at their best, and everything can sort of click still when they're playing the absolute best teams. Um, and so maybe that augurs well for game week twenty nine uh, because they have two tricky matches in twenty nine. Yep. I think they play a away to away to City and a away to Chelsea. But for a club like Liverpool, I don't necessarily see that as a as a huge negative. Uh, they may actually be um, a little the, the if fpl fantasy wise i think that that you're not necessarily in a bad spot with those with those matches
3: and if anyone is keeping score in their head it is mo salah whenever he does a post-match interview he knows every record that he's either set or on for he is playing uh pr- the premier league as a video game and and i love yeah. him for it and Crazy i fantasy. i know yeah. he is going i just, it's, it's, everybody knows this but he's going to want to make up for that miss pen, which which is really quite problematic in liverpool's chasing of the top four champions league positions so there's a lot of ground to make up and mo's going to want to have to repent for that miss pen. i think
2: well that's let's move on from our uh from our wild card talk for now brandon um we we uh, this is the my, my show note here says we ch- we check in on our catastrophic wild cards that's what we've done although i think you and i put a quasi positive spin on it we so tried. i i wanted to you know look, look, let's let's you know snap our hands here look look ahead try to be a little more positive i just for fun snapped together a very quick uh free hit free hit squad for gaming mm-hmm. 28 uh just to sort of get the ball rolling a little bit Bernie doesn't know there are quite a number of teams or has been forgotten. There are quite a number of teams who do not play in game week 28. So that includes uh, Man United, Man City um, and others. You can look it up. A lot of Brighton, uh, quite, a, quite a number of squads don't Ful- play. Fulham,
3: Liverpool and uh, West Ham. Yeah Fulham, Liverpool.
2: yeah, Fulham, Liverpool and
3: West Ham. Sorry, so- all you Ben Rama owners out there.
2: Yeah. So and, and, and many of the squads who don't play double in in game week 29. And so it's a slightly tricky time for for a lot of managers. And that's one of the reasons that you and I have decided to, to play our, our free hit. And so um, but the the, the matchups are, are like I actually think in some ways the the question will be which three do you triple up on with some of these squads? I think that's certainly true of um well, certainly true of Arsenal. I think you can make a case for Newcastle and Spurs and Chelsea as well. So, um, but let, let's, well, actually, you know, why, why don't we go through these a little bit first? So uh, yeah. we have a Friday night match. We have uh, Forest play Newcastle. These are some of my favorite matches, Brandon, and you know why? It's because we get daylight savings time just that little bit earlier here mm-hmm. in the United States than they do in the UK. So instead of you and I having to wake up, at, at, for 10 a.m. matches, and there's not even an early match this weekend. It's it's incredible. The the first match will be at 11 a.m. on Saturday. I can. I have no reason spin. to get out of
3: bed is the problem, Josh. I need I know, a reason to true. get out of bed. That's
2: true. That is true. Yeah. And well, I've got a six year old, so I I'll be up anyway. But uh, so you have yeah. We have 11 a.m. matches, but but first you have a 4 p.m. match on Friday, March 17th. And I just realized we're we're all going to be we're going to be together watching the NCAA tournament during that game. So we may, have, gonna to, a, may have to. It's going to be action packed. We have to third or possibly fourth screen. I actually hate when there's a Premier League match on during... Uh- <laughs> NCAA tournament. It's like the old in general. I am a I am a Premier League first, second, and third kind of guy. But the NCAA tournament is the one thing that supersedes. My I'm
3: Premier I'm League expecting life. to see you with pit stains. I feel like you're going to you know. be sweating profusely by the time yeah. this day is done.
2: Well, that's that's how I like to play. <laughs> or, that's how I like to watch. So leave it, so it all out see, on the court, he says. Leave it all out there. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not going to make the mistake I made last year of uh, of. I don't know why I'm telling this story, but we, I, I, my, my, our friend Trevor and I decided that we uh, should go to one of these new stores and get ourselves a vape pen before watching the NCAA tournament, and <laughs> okay. uh, and uh, won't be doing that again. Did not enjoy that experience at all. Uh, too much input. Fun, yeah, fun to try. Yeah, exactly. There's too much going on already. I was sluggish, and I was up and down. It a, it's all over the place. Yeah. Uh, but but Sunday at, or Friday at 4, we have uh, Forest host Newcastle. Uh, and then we have a, a big block of matches on Saturday. Villa host Bournemouth, Brentford, Leicester, Southampton, Spurs, and Wolves, Leeds, uh, and then the the final match, which is at one thirty here, here in the U.S., is uh, Chelsea uh, Everton. Everton scoring that goal in the first minute. I just I knew the second that that goal went in, I was like, oh. Right, this is this is, this match is one nil written all over. It's be eighty nine minutes of nothing. It actually, ended up being kind of an exciting match. There was a lot that happened in that match for a yeah. one nil. It was a uh, mostly Brentford. I mean, Brentford were all over it in that game. But, Brentford, the uh, only just, Brentford yeah.
3: players who scored this weekend, sadly though, were Ben Rama and Ollie Watkins. Uh, so you had yeah, to play for Brentford a... in the championship back in the day in order to score That's this right. weekend.
2: Did ben Rama was a, I forget that he was a uh, he was a B at one point. Mm-hmm. Lots of Bs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the the final match, just one match on Sunday, and that is Arsenal hosting Crystal Palace. And I think that is really where I'm going to be focusing my energy, uh, is figuring out how many, well, obviously you can only have three in a free hit, but which three to get, which three Arsenal players to get in a free hit, I think is a pretty tricky question for this one. Um, Yep. I don't plan to bring him in, but I, I do. I do wonder if Gabriel Jesus will start in this match. And a quick shout out to a player who is probably unownable in fantasy, but has been really awesome for Arsenal, which is Leandro Trossard. Uh, a hat trick of assist today, mm-hmm. and just like low key, I don't think anyone was. I mean, I say this as an Arsenal supporter. I wouldn't. I didn't have a problem with it, but I was not seriously enthused about about the Trossard signing. It was like, okay, sure, he's like a. A very strong backup option for, uh, for you know, for the left wing and, and maybe yeah. maybe at forward if you if you really need him there. And I mean, I, would they be first in the table right now if it wasn't top of the table if it wasn't for him? I'm not sure they would be.
3: He's given meaningful contributions uh, that you can see both in the FL, uh, FPL results and 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 on the pitch too, which I yeah. agree because when Trossard. Right before he left Brighton to come to Arsenal, he was having issues with Dezerby, and he was a wantaway. And sometimes yeah. you don't want the wantaways to come to your squad because you're like, well, it's, is this guy just like a whiny brat? Is yep. is he just yep. trying to get paid, or is he a glory hunter? Yep. Can he not get along with anyone? And, and here we are. I agree, but yeah, with Jesus being back, Jesus's worst nightmare would be, uh, oh, the team has just gotten along. I mean. I don't know if they, they've they've been playing s- slightly differently to when Jesus was, you know, at his best in the team. Still getting yeah. results at the same clip,
2: and it's like they might just want to bring him up the bench a couple times, right? Yeah, it's like right. They, I think so. Y- yeah, you don't want to mess up what's what's happening. Thankfully, yeah. they've got they've got the Europa League, so that'll be a chance for him to maybe get a couple of like a, a start in. That's right. Uh, they have the, the, the I think it's two uh, two um, going back to. The emirates for the second yeah. leg of their match yeah, with um for sporting with sporting, Portugal. yeah yeah so sporty that'll be CP. yeah sporting. yeah exactly so that 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 maybe maybe that's the chance for him to get some some minutes and yeah but i mean obviously it's a, it's also a good problem to have like when do you when do you play gabriel jesus so anyway um so that's that's what we've got this weekend and i you know, I just put together a very quick free hit squad here, Brandon. But this is – I i don't even want to pretend that I'm married to it. But just to give you a sense of the – I really am not. Uh, but just to give you a sense of the I think the it looks good. Of, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, it looks great. Honestly, it looks, it looks pretty awesome. Uh, but I think um, – I, I just – I could imagine it changing a lot yeah. over the next uh, couple of weeks. But just to give you a sense of what the kind of the kind of team you might want to put together on a free hit. Uh, I've got Kepa and Gull. So Kepa's back. Um and uh, you know steel one pointer, but you know maybe steel will come through for me, Brandon, in in match two. Let's see. Let's see what steel. It's
3: time for real
2: steel to emerge. The real steel, exactly. Uh, then I've got uh Henry could have scored on the Everton match. Sure could have. Trippier. Trippier, I think Trippier is a, is a, even though Newcastle have been a, a little disappointing, I think, defensively the last few weeks. No, I think about it. They have been. Uh, I think that Trippier is still a, a must-own for, um, for that Forest match. Uh, Gabriel? uh Mr. Goal Scorer on my bench this week will not be coming off, sadly. Uh and then Ben Ch- Ben Chilwell, who is the uh Chilwell's certainly one that I'm not necessarily married to, but he's he's in there for now. Uh and then across the middle I've got I, I went with kind of the the tried and true with Arsenal at the moment. So I've got Martinelli and Sokka there. Uh and then so it's Gabriel, Gabriel Martinelli. Martinelli and
3: Martinelli's back, baby. He went away in our FPL thoughts and uh you know shame on us for giving up on him
2: It's so uh, I good mean, <laughs> he I, I i know i, I mean I, again i'm not complaining because i've had a great season but i it's it, it's so frustrating that i i held on to Kane for so long and then the minute i dropped me gets 13 points i held on to martinelli and what did he score in that double game like like 76 points or something like that he was At absolutely least. amazing and so yeah mm-hmm. so yeah it just goes to show you got yeah you hold on to your blue chip stocks brandon or sometimes mm-hmm. it's you know, we're just good the players who, and you know, good teams, exactly. I and mean, especially if they represent some value, like like Martinelli. I, I, you know, I sold him for a loss. Uh, so anyway, Martinelli's back, Saka, who didn't do blank, but I mean, come on, like that's just, I mean, Saka's had a great season and, and those blanks are going to happen. Uh, and then Sun, Sun is the one who, uh, is the little like, mm, maybe. And I, it's not that I feel hugely enthusiastic about it, but, uh, Southampton will have played, um a very frustrating ninety minutes today in the, uh, the main, in the main match. They play again at midweek, and so then when they play Spurs, it'll be the third time that they have uh, played in a week. And it's the this, this squad is not exactly bursting with with a ton of squad depth, right? And so I think that it's it, it could be a good time for for Spurs to play them. So uh, I've gone with the Sun Kane double up, uh, and then I've got uh, don't don't look at the captaincy because that's just a holdover from this week. But I've got uh, I, 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 well, I'm planning to captain Kane at the moment. Uh, I've got Kane, Tony, and Watkins as my as my front three. And congrats to you for bringing in Watkins on your wildcard. That's that's like the one thing that really worked out well. It seems
3: like it did work, and and that is yeah d- again a symptom of let's just look ahead to game wing 29 and Villa do double. Yep. They have two away fixtures, but Chelsea and Leicester and, and Leicester with Vout face going off. With a humiliating double yellow, uh, yeah. there was like a, a few weeks there where Voutface was uh, saving the Leicester defense before the World Cup yeah. happened. And now, but he's
2: really done in a he's done in a Voutface since <laughs> yes, then, he, hasn't he? Well yeah. played,
3: sir. Yeah, he yeah. he looks like he might be the worst center back uh, that the Premier League has seen <laughs> in, in some time. Uh, so I, I I love having Watkins right now. It's funny, yeah, like my my wildcard team actually plays very nicely. In game week 28, except I'm, I'm only able to start 11 guys. Do I want to just save a free hit and blank three players? No, I do not want to do that because I think the, the blanks so that we kind of like...
2: Uh, we so have eight, you, have, you have eight right now, and then yep. if you did a free transfer, you get to nine. Gosh, you know, you, you, you have to think about it. I, I, but, I guess the but annoying thing it, would be you'd have to go from Kane to Holland, or I mean from Holland to Kane, right? Yeah, and, and, and that, that just disrupts
3: Holland. the whole idea of the wild card to begin with. I built for 29. Why am I going to take one of those players out? And I just felt like that this is the smoothest way to transition from 27 to 28 to 29, and, and you know, we, fingers crossed nothing goes haywire during the international break. Not leaving a lot to chance here, but I, I just don't see why you why I would play that way and then drop one of these guys just for this game week twenty eight opportunity. I would definitely I, I I foresee you know maybe burning points for an upcoming blank, but but not twenty eight. So I'm I'm looking to play a free hit just to bring in. Uh, three starters and fill out my bench, which would also be non-existent. So I, I'm into yeah. that. And Kane is, I wholeheartedly agree, is is the ultimate free hit player and one whom you would captain. And then I, Chelsea is the team that I am thinking a lot about with respect to free hit because it's like they're coming off of a pretty strong win against Dortmund in the Champions League to to win that tie. You know, yeah, finally, you know, get a, a decent win in the Premier League this weekend. Is there any sort of um form building there so that we could actually bring in an attacking asset? And I think like when you've got Sun here, I won't quibble with it too much, but Sun really doesn't hasn't fill me with any great joy. Uh, I don't yeah. know why a Chelsea midfielder would I know for I was that matter. Say, you
2: bring in a you bring in a Chelsea midfielder forward and, and tell me how it goes. Uh, because yeah. I I I I would not be doing that. I mean, even Joe Felix. I mean, it's for all his promise, he's he's blanked in every match. I, mean, I know he scored an offside goal today, but blanked in every match since that Fulham match when he got the um, got the red.
3: Yeah, but you know, it's 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 once more with feeling. Spurs love playing Southampton. You remember that glorious nine nil? it's always the Kane and Son show. So yeah. why not? It's one for the old heads. The yeah. the Kane and Son double up for this free hit.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think a few teams have, have dropped some 9-0s on. Uh, yeah, on Leicester. did, AD. yeah. Yeah, Man United. Um, all right, well, that's that's what I'm looking at right now. Lots more to come. I uh, do want to do a couple quick uh, a Patreon shout-out and some thank yous. Thank you to our newest Patreon supporters, Danny Collins, Krister Nagel, and Zach Edwards like this nice steady steady patreon growth Brandon steady so flow. Mm-hmm. yeah steady flow and um, should we mention by the way that we're going on the uh six love six tomorrow I'm really looking forward to that yeah
3: for for people who are in the know the uh, BBC 606 Colin show they have a fantasy show hosted by Alistair Bruce Ball and Chris Sutton uh, Premier League winner and golden Boot winner as well so Josh and I are recording Fantasy 606 tomorrow, Monday morning, and it'll be hitting podcast streams later in the week. Really excited yep. about that. Can't wait.
2: I'm excited too. 6 Love 6, by the way, is a reference to uh, their Wimbledon coverage. They do, uh, this uh-huh. is the, uh, this, I, I've, they, they used to do this thing where John McEnroe would go on and take questions for an hour, and it was nice. so wonderful. It, it was about as fun as you'd expect it to be, which was <laughs> extremely, yeah. all these very polite British people calling it, and John McEnroe just being like, you know, his classic, like, ugly American, uh, but leaning into it, you know, mm-hmm. and like. Mm-hmm. A fun way that everybody that's enjoys. what we
3: should do josh we should be uh, the ugly americans is that, the, should, is that the that tone yeah, we, should we should take?
2: Exactly. Well, by the time people most people hear this, we'll have already done it. So uh, listen to ours. Give us that, give us that that DL, baby, and then or the stream, whatever. Same thing nowadays. Uh, and then and then pop over there and check that out. We'll obviously share it out on our, our socials as well. But uh, back to Patreon for a second. Uh Patreon.com slash always cheating is where you can go to support the pod and get on that Discord. Uh, everyone was very uh, kind to me on the Discord today. I was a little worried about that. People were not as kind on Twitter, but Brandon, that is just that goes with the territory and you just you just mute and block and you move on, you know, Absolutely. And that's the. it very rarely do I have to tell somebody to go F themselves. Otherwise, I just try to try to keep yeah, it, yeah. Uh, keep it, keep it clean and, and block and mute. You know, these are the and then you gotta drop one to remind <laughs> people that that, that that that's that's a, that's <laughs> potentially there.
3: Yeah. 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 Drop one and then let the other one go. And you say you tell them Josh sent you. exactly
2: uh, exactly (laughs) well yeah you put
3: yourself out there you gotta know that sometimes uh, you'll run into some some bad people my wife this weekend said she said Christopher Walken was somebody she would not want to run into in a dark alleyway and that took me back I always feel like Christopher Walken crazy as he may seem he does seem like a nice grandfatherly sort of a a guy maybe I'm just picturing his character in Pulp Fiction but do you find Christopher Walken scary
2: not at 80 or how he is now. You know, maybe, maybe <laughs> like, like younger, around the time he was doing Walken. that Fat Boy Slim video. Remember mm-hmm. that? The, uh, sure. Yeah, that's Weapon of Choice. Maybe maybe then a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, that was when he was in kind of his like deranged CEO phase. Yeah. In his like, block, you know,
3: block and mute phase.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, he you know, it was a few years before he was in Batman Returns. I mean, that, that was a scary version of him. So maybe that's what she's thinking of. <laughs> Remember, he's Sel- Selena Kyle's uh, uh, yeah, boss she, in, in yes, Batman Returns. Yes, yeah,
3: he, he, he's responsible for birthing Catwoman to a degree, some might say.
2: Yeah, he, re- he really is, yeah. A lot of deaths on his hands, including his own <laughs> later on in that movie. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Uh, all right, well, let's take a break and we'll get back and we're going to answer some, some questions about Game Week 28 and beyond. All right, man, we're back. We've got some listener questions about Game Week 28. So let's jump right into it. We've already talked a little bit about the fixtures. Just a reminder, though, there is that Friday kickoff. I like to remind people a couple times because every week it, it sneaks up on some people. So uh, you have that Forest-Newcastle match um, at 4 p.m. Eastern time on Friday, March 17th. There's also St. Patrick's Day, Brandon. So you could be mm-hmm. out carousing with your with your mates. And, mm-hmm. and miss out on on this you, should, uh, you could be match. looking
3: for that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow and maybe that exactly. pot of gold will be a bruno gomerish
2: hat trick yeah exactly i mean who knows you know it's like a what's that there's that lion i don't think you watched hard knocks when the lions were on there but i have not you no know, so sometimes sometimes the light at the end of the tunnel is a freight train and that's that's brandon what, what could happen if you missed this deadline uh-huh. so okay. um uh, T- timbo says uh I'm just going to go through these in order, okay? So this Please. is this is a real this is a real mailbag style one we got here. Uh, Timbo says, "Can we trust the Chilwell hype?" Ben Chilwell, goal scorer yeah. Chilwell. Why not?
3: I mean, he's he started. Uh, let's see how many matches has he now started in a row. Uh, he started against Southampton in game week 24 after like fully coming back from injury. Then yep. it's it's been all starts from there. Spurs. Leeds and then Leicester and he's got two attacking returns in his last two. That wonderful uh goal on the volley against Leicester this weekend and an assist against Leeds. And with Reese James out out with illness or just out with just he's got a case of the Reese James, it sounds like yeah. uh I Joel, to me is like the, the highest ceiling, best upside fullback pick of of twenty eight. Agree yeah, or disagree. I...
2: I tend to agree. I, I have to I'm surprised I didn't really more seriously consider chillwell. It was thrown out to me by a couple a couple of people and um I just um, I'm just struggling with Chelsea, and right? I feel like I got a little bit of a block with them. Where it's just hard. I mean, kappa has been been very solid, but the rest of the team, the d- defense has been really rotation prone, and obviously up front they haven't really been able to score. So it's you know it's just it's just really hard for me to kind of feel excited about about bringing in Chilwell, but uh, obviously missed opportunity there. So I think that. Um, yeah, I think I think he's a great option for twenty eight, and then you know honestly, if if you you know even if you're not for hitting a, a really strong option for twenty nine as well because uh, they have a the double in twenty nine. I think both those matches are at home, right? Yeah, they are. They play Villa and Liverpool both at home in, in twenty nine. So even though those matches are not necessarily matches where you would completely expect them to keep a clean sheet in both them because you really would be buying him for his attacking returns anyways. And he's not even that expensive. It's not like you're buying like a 7 million turnovers on Arnold. Um, you know, I think Chilwell's available for 5.8. So it's a, it's a reasonable price. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I like you, it. I like, you it. I like
3: him. You think about the other defender with the high ceiling that's available in 28 is Kieran Trippier. And we've got this this thing with Forrest where they just refuse to die at home. Yep. It's yep. an incredible record at home. And you'd like Forrest to Probably score against Newcastle, uh, so it's yeah. just like an interesting. I will be playing Trippier if not Trippier plus plus Botman. I think double Newcastle is an interesting gamble now, given what I just said about Forest. Uh, maybe I'm talking outside, uh, out of both sides of my mouth. But uh,
2: did you bring in two Newcastle? Wait, did, you, you did. Then you brought in Botman. Yeah, and Trippier. I've got the there.
3: Botman um, riding mm-hmm. my bench. I guess, like, just generally, uh, this is all like free hit centric talk. Would you, why would you play more than three defenders on a free hit? I feel like it's push, push all those picks up to the midfield and the forwards, right? Four, four at the back makes no sense. I
2: got a, I got a four, three, three on my, on my free hit right now. So I guess I, I guess I disagree with you. Uh, All right. Okay. (laughs) All right. I mean, right now I've got, I've got Chilwell. Gabriel Trippier and Henry it feels like a pretty solid back four. I mean, Henry could turn into somebody else. I ha- I have Almer on first bench on this in this free hit. You're, so you're going to be sick of the Almer
3: sight of Rico Henry. Henry by the time uh, you lock your That's free so hit. True.
2: <laughs> That's so true. It's you know, but right, Brentford are so good at home. I don't know. It's like I do I do I do another week where I. I, I go against the Brentford Empire at home. I, it's like, just trust them at home. Don't trust them away. I mean, Ivan I Tony, I, I still feel okay with as a pick because his returns all season have been pretty strong home and away. Uh, but uh, God, if you just squirt that header, Brandon, that's what I'm talking about earlier. These narratives change so fast, you know, a couple little moments. So many headaches. Uh, headaches. Yeah. So many headaches. Uh, all right. Uh, Leisure Rules says, how worried should we be about Man United Assets?
3: I, I, to a degree, I feel like Manchester United is is sort of coming back, reverting to the mean, I guess you would say, a little bit. You know, we just, it, the excitement and enthusiasm exploded around Manchester United. I mean, rightfully so. They were playing really well, uh, sometimes yeah. on the back of Marcus, Marcus Rashford's goal-scoring form, which is like kind yeah. of a full, from the defense through the midfield to up front, like full team performances. And and it was so shocking because it was in stark contrast to what we saw at the very start of ten hogs regime. I I don't think anybody believed um, for a second that Manchester United were going to win the Premier League and they're going to run at this like quadruple with the Europa League. So um, I think some
2: Man United supporters probably thought they were going to win. The fine, like, and
3: yeah, sure. Yeah. I won't, I don't want to take that from anyone, Josh. That's what being a, a supporter is is all about, <laughs> right? right. Um, but honestly, this does feel like um, you know a, a reality check in a in a in a in in a real way where it's not like Manchester United are suddenly going to go back to being appalling and can't can't win a match. That a really no. poor match up against Liverpool. And then they just couldn't pull the finger out uh, against Southampton, and and they yeah. had the bulk of the opportunities. I think, uh, even with Southampton down to ten minutes, like shows you how absolutely dreadful Southampton are this season. But yeah. um, I'm not worried. I don't feel compelled to be tripled up on a team like Manchester United at this point. I mean, I I yeah. feel like. Br- yeah, <laughs> to watch that match as a Bruno Fernandez owner though, Josh, talking about the Southampton one. He had so like the fact that he hit Bruno hit uh Bazuno saved his shot onto the post. It was so close to going in that it actually bounced off of the post uh to go the other direction out for a corner kick. That's like that is as close yeah. as you can get to. It was just uh, a, d- a really
2: yeah, and I brought in Bruno this week. I mean, it was just a really really horrible game week. Um and and I think that it's I you know he, he credited that chance for um uh for Veron in yeah. the first half, that Vron absolutely should have scored. I mean, Vron is like allergic to scoring, though. And he, uh, it was in a bit of good save, but also Vron could have could have done more with that ball. And, he looks like he's uh, too regal yeah.
3: to score. Like scoring is not just true. sort of like uncouth. Beneath He'd have to celebrate yeah, that's, that's, if he did. It's not that. what his job is. It's not his role <laughs>
2: is. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, but he, um, yeah, I mean, and so I, I feel I feel good about Bruno. I feel fine about it, and it's just sort of uh, and and Shaw. I mean, they. I mean, they. I, I mean, I you know look at it from another perspective. I mean, they kept a clean sheet even though. They had to defend for 60 minutes, and uh, yeah, Shaw got a yellow card. Just another annoying thing that happened uh, to my squad this week. But uh, yeah, I feel I feel fine about them. Um, Sean Murphy says, "Is this the week to wild card?" I know you sort of said earlier that you didn't think. Uh, I, I mean, but obviously, you, you know, you and I both wild carded now. So if I was just starting fresh right now, I don't think it's impossible or, or crazy. I think that it's um, the question would be whether the, the only. Real question is whether uh, you would want to uh, have a full eleven <laughs> on, on on a wild card right now. You might only want to have right. like ten players. I think that's the one the one difference. I
3: just think you you're better off free hitting. Like like I I think that the wild card what yeah. the wild card strategy got right pre game week twenty eight was this is how you're going to arrange yourself for a blockbuster game week twenty nine. Think what the wild card strategy has gotten wrong thus far is pinning uh your short term hopes to Brighton and and Brentford. That's not gone yeah. as, as well as, as we well, would. Well
2: granted, hope. McAllister McAllister scored, Matoma got an assistant of bonus points. So there, you know, there is a way there's
3: a way into that story. Sure. Yep. Uh, I, yep. I I won't I won't argue with that. Um but like to go so strongly as, as triple up, whatever. We're not here to legislate the past. This is not um yeah. this is not that kind of podcast. But what I'm trying to say is uh, the for me the wildcards utility is looking toward building toward something else. And game week 28 is so fraught and full of holes, that, like you can't do right. it.
2: Just don't but it think does. You can. But it does. Obviously, if you wild card if you, if you free free in 28, then it it probably eliminates the bench boost for you as as a viable option for 29, right? Because you maybe wouldn't have as many double game week players as you want. To bench boost in that case, sure. so that and, would be the s- argument. Yeah, for, for doing same.
3: That. Same. You can't wild card in twenty nine either for that reason because you can't wild right. card and bench boost in the same week. So yeah, it's. I mean, the answer to this question then is kind of like, what do you want to do for twenty nine? And if you yeah. want to,
2: I think that's yeah, yeah. that's right. So, I, so I just sort look of at a, yourself. Think about it. I I had a plan uh, a couple weeks ago to just muddle my way through 26 through 28 and then wildcard in 29. And, uh, in hindsight, that would have been a really great strategy. Uh, and, uh, but you know, so, well, let's see, let's see. I mean, again, let's, let's, let's not be so results oriented one week into a three week plan. Uh, let's, let's see what happens through 29, right? We've sort of Mm -hmm. set ourselves up for what will hopefully be a great 29 and, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go from there. Um, I think that, um, uh apl joe says how many players do you need this week so to not have to use your free hit i'm gonna nine throw a number t- nine brand or ten probably yeah
3: sorry i jumped the gun there
2: no i was gonna i was gonna throw a number and tell me if you agree with me i was gonna say nine nine felt right to me
3: yes i, I think if you have nine that you're happy with and so okay, again to bring it all back to me josh one of my, my issues were that like the, the guys, uh, the role players in my fantasy squad were guys like Sam Greenwood, doesn't play. Yeah. yeah. Bueno, he's injured. He doesn't play. Uh, yep. Tarkowski, <laughs> Cool. Uh, he gets nine points today. Thanks for nothing, jerk. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. I, I just had to, I, I, so if you have nine, but of those nine, you've got uh, weirdos like, like Green, the Greenwoods and the Buenos of the world. Those don't count. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I think you gotta have nine real players.
2: Yeah, I think that's a good way to think about it. it- it's not just coverage, like in mm-hmm. terms of having eleven. They have to be like I, as a, me persisting with uh, Bailey for a long time, and I was like, well, he plays in these mm-hmm. matches, and like, great. You know, so I'm, I'm getting one or two points from him. Like, I might as well not have a player out there. It's, it's such a it makes a, such a small difference to my to my rank. Uh, if he's out there. So, um, but I, uh, yeah, so you got to be a little careful too about who you burn points. Like I wouldn't burn points to drop a defender who doubles in 29 mm-hmm. to get, you know, because at that point, if you're burning points, you're already, you need more than six, right? To yeah. otherwise you're just looking at two points and i you know like burning burning a transfer in the hopes that you can get a clean sheet and just net out two points right but you know most cases you're not gonna you know the the majority like the literal majority of matches you are not going to have clean sheets right so even even this is true even with the best defensive teams i don't Uh, i don't know if i
3: see a free hit in 28 uh as an opportunity to be big and to be really different and Uh, score a bunch of more points than other people i think i'm just hoping to get back the 10 or 15 points that i feel like i've I've lost this week perhaps uh and i think if you can only get out nine players uh, you're you're fine because a lot of people are in really different wild situations and i don't think yeah i don't think there's gonna be a huge what what percentage of the like top 100k are gonna free hit in 28 would you guess
2: the top 100k um yeah. I don't know like I'd say 10 or 15 yeah That's yeah nice. i think yeah. so too yeah, yeah. so uh,
3: yeah uh, just just again going back to the question of i think you know just you're kind of like it's you're the strength of your team is a little relative and you shouldn't you know think too yeah. much about it
2: i'm more optimistic than you i i want to try to put together a free hit team that can uh the the question i have about a free hit is is it a, is it an opportunity to go for a uh to a heavily weighted kind of, uh, strategy where you go with like, you know, three defenders from one team or something like that, right? Like mm-hmm. triple up on the Chelsea defense, uh, and just hope that Everton can't score, which is always going to be a struggle for them. Uh, something like that is, is I think a, an interesting strategy, not one you would do if you were wild carding, right? Mm-hmm. Most likely, but something you could do in a free hit because it's only a one week thing. And mm-hmm. so that is something I'm think about a little bit more and I, not to, not to plug our patreon too much again but by thursday i feel like i am might have a much better sense of what i want to do uh with with my squad so let's 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 table that um until until thursday's pod uh drew m is an interesting question says not counting the doubles this week who is the most reliable premier league team for fpl right now it seems like you can't rely on anyone at the moment for consistent results every week
3: that's
2: well yeah but enough. that's just
3: that's I don't know. Did did like Mo Salah? There, these players are so rare. Most recently, it was Mo Salah. Maybe yeah. Harry Kane to a degree. You know, when we first started playing fantasy, it was Robin van Persie, followed by Luis Suarez. The consistent players are like comets. They they come they yeah. come along yeah. rarely and they, they burn bright. Generally speaking, though, the fantasy is just not like you're you're hoping for like returns you know three out of every four weeks is a miracle i think yeah yeah so um i which is why arsenal i that's why i kept triple arsenal on my wild card because they are i think the most consistent team for fantasy returns right now across the board
2: oh i wish i could have even more arsenal players that that's i totally agree i mean i think uh uh, I, I'd like to have like five. You know, give me two defenders and three mm-hmm. midfielders. I, I feel like just long term, it's they, they really have been the most, especially with Gabriel Jesus back back in form. Um, yeah, that was tough You know, that, that's one of those things too that you have to remind yourself on a wild card. Like I would have, I, I would have benched or dropped Odegaard this week. Um, mm-hmm. He would not have made my squad even if I hadn't wild carded. So
3: I wild carded and benched yeah.
2: him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, and you know, I think you had to make some really tough choices. I mean, it's. I I agree that it wasn't like an amazing double, at least it hasn't been so far for for Brighton and Brentford, but in the other, I guess a good start for Southampton defenders if you went that way. Uh, But but yeah, I think that it's... um, uh, I don't know. I, th- I feel like it's uh, you're getting you had Kyle least... Walker
3: Peters is what you're telling me right now. Is that what you're telling? Well, me? Well, I
2: guess what I was gonna say. I, I don't. know I'm like stumbling over this, but I, what I was gonna say was just that uh, you had to try. Like if they played twice, you had to have a few of these players, right? <laughs> you had to go for it, and so that's that's why some of these benching decisions happened. I mean, Martinell or uh, Gabriel scoring, um, scoring, getting 14 points today. That's just a that's just a tough beat for anyone who benched him, you know, self included. Um, all right, so a couple more questions, Brandon. Uh, actually, no, just. One. Just the one. It's the one question. It was three paragraphs long, so I thought it was three for a second. Uh Yeah. But here here we go. All right. Fitting final questions from James K. this is one of our... Uh, producer patrons Brandon, He says is attacking the double no more than a false fallacy i think you just just fallacy I think false there Brandon. no more than a fallacy this season there are some big bench scores out this week with many dropping arsenal assets for brentford and brighton started backing the players to play for the best team wow uh-huh. this is just like so ties in with the last conversation so nicely he says i bench gabriel for me i think he means uh, the player and me. me, Brandon, not, mm-hmm. not himself That's uh incredible and what a chip that would be <laughs> to play yourself, uh, like a you, know, you play like a round of FIFA or something. And you get to insert your score. I love it, um, yeah. and yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, and he uh, bench Gabriel for me and played Tony over Odegaard. So I'm guilty of this. Of course, it could still turn around in midweek, but at the moment it's looking like a wrong move. So are we? This is at this point because we've had double game weeks. Seemingly nonstop ever since they uh, since the restart, and it's unfortunately not going to be. I say unfortunately because I, I I'm kind of like it's it's a slightly warped way to play the game, and I feel like it it's it sort of it's fine. Like it's a different kind of strategy. I'm not I'm not I don't want to sound too sour about it, but I'm ready for a normal week where I have ten players and the and the transfer that I make is just based on yeah. like an individual like a, like a specific matchup or or a couple of upcoming games. It's not just like well just in general, I wouldn't be bringing in Ivan Tony, right, and let alone captaining him, but because of the situation I did. and um, But to me, that still feels like the right way to go, because Ivan Tony's really low-key, had a spectacular season, and there's this like idea that he's a troll or whatever, but this is just how people feel about the kind of non-super A++, a+++ superstars, right? They think mm-hmm. that they're all trolls because they don't deliver with exactly the same level of consistency. But yeah. he's enough of like a B plus A-, minus fantasy asset that when he plays twice, it was really worth considering for the captaincy.
3: Here's what I want. This is like a real project that I am in no way capable of, is yeah. a, like a, a historical look at double game weeks over the last decade. And yeah. what were they? And and everyone, all different teams are making different decisions based on those doubles. But if if there was sure. a way to map out what the like the collective thinking was, or like the most transferred in and most captain players were in those double yeah. game weeks, and how often did it go sort of according to plan, or the um the way yeah. the transfer market was sort of like po- pointing its uh, to go. Because I don't know if how much of a fallacy double game weeks are. When they work out, they, they can work out like spectacularly well. Yeah. And you know we revisit this trope a lot. Like you you remember the bad beats more than the totally. you always remember the triple more. captain that doesn't go often. Um, yeah. What does it do? I so, so I don't I don't know. It's it, in in our constant pursuit to beat the game. Uh, to do the You remember um, that Donkey Kong documentary Where they were trying to uh, Black screen some particular game Like that's in these old school 80s arcade box games Like there's, mm-hmm. you take Take it to a, take the motherboard to its absolute limit And then you just get a black oh, yeah. screen That's the end
2: Yeah you yeah. and I watched that uh, that amazing documentary together, King of the, Kong uh, is what it's King called yeah, Definitely yes, seek it out yeah.
3: Um, so yeah we're trying to do that with FPL I have double game weeks are like I think the logic is pretty straightforward in terms of why we do it uh, what the upside is um I but I again like I do think that the it's always very concentrated like to explore how to attack these doubles kind of like in a more limited scope in a one to two week strategy as opposed to these like yeah Broad six to eight week strategies, which all seem to like crumble like uh, so <laughs> yeah. much
2: dust. Yeah. Like tears in the rain,
3: Brandon. Yeah. It's something like yeah. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I like double game um, weeks. I'll go out and say it. I, I think I like them.
2: I think you like them more than I do. I, I, I'm a little, I'm just sick of this, like, I have all these good players that i have to bench i mean this is just what james is saying it's like i have all these good players that I have to bench and drop because i feel like i have no choice because the math is telling me and and ultimately like you said it usually does work out but it's i guess it's just not like the way i want to play necessarily right yeah. um i don't i don't want to be in a situation where i'm watching arsenal and i'm just annoyed the whole time you know because uh the the good players that i brought in and it's like the whole point of fantasy if, really, I mean, it's not like we're, we're playing for thousands of dollars. So the whole point of it is just to watch these matches and, and have, mm-hmm. feel like you've got a little, a little extra stake in them and it makes you feel a little more invested and you just, you know, it just, it makes everything feel a little more exciting. And so, you know, it's a low, it's a low stakes form of gambling, right? I mean, even if you're not playing for money, it's just, you're sort of gambling on, on the outcomes. And, um, you know, and I think that it's, um, so having to sort of Put that aside in order to have an opti, you know, I'm going to use a dirty word here, right? But to have an optimal team for for it's one disgusting. of these games, it's just, it's just tiring. Uh, and so, uh, this is why I, I really think that like the best, the best part of the fantasy season is like games one through twelve. That's that's really, that's the sweet spot I think. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But can you uh, it's imagine? All, it's the, it's fun. Yeah, the, it's all fun. This
3: version of FPL being played back in the day when, you know, people were mailing their picks into the newspaper, uh, like through the post. What would they have
2: done during these post, (laughs) like, especially with all the, all the Queens passing postponements. Like it's just been. Yeah. They're lucky they didn't have a
3: monarch die during that, that uh, run of the, the mail-in fantasy. It may have ended,
2: it may have ended Premier League fantasy (laughs) as we know it. And the post. All right. Let's. Yeah, exactly. Let's let's yeah, exactly. Yeah, that too. Let's let's end on that note, Brandon. Uh thanks everyone for, so much for listening. If you want to support the podcast, i can go to patreon.com/alwayscheating. Uh, thank you to everyone who does actively support the podcast. Now, if you're a supporter of the podcast and you have not gotten on the Discord yet, uh, reach out to us and uh, we'll get you set up. I know some people are still – it's a little trickier than than just us just sending the code. You have to get it all linked together. They're, they're supposedly making that easier now, Brandon. But uh, anyway, it's, uh, if you have any issues, just send us an email and we'll make sure you get into uh, the Discord and start using it.
3: There was another yeah, cool yep. piece of news that dropped too for Patreon supporters because we do do that second ad-free podcast every week. Right. Right. spotify is now partnering with patreon so if you listen to your podcast on spotify you can get that patreon episode on spotify now as well uh, or or anywhere yeah. else for that matter which is very cool so as we like to do every week thanking our producer patrons at the highest tier and that's mike DePetro, trevor ingerson our buddy chris howell to big gafford bob is coon james Holland, dave wagner lodal nick wright lazarus yanos jesse halstead bruce kerr brian chin rich evans Blur Jacobson, Todd Byerly, Andy Portlock, Dan Parsons, at FPL Merch, Carrie Swanson, Jefferson Turner, Francis Moore, Sam Schauer, Caleb Robbie, Lee Hickman, Vulgar Paulson Kruger, Alex Holcomb, James Keatley, the Saint Bob Fox, Craig Jackson, James Conroy, Shellen F. Kadakia, Terrence O'Donnell, Paul Herzig, Heath Cram, Roberto Morales, Thomas Tisloff, and Noah and Louise. About halfway through that list, I realized I wasn't going fast enough, and I tried to pick up the pace yeah, yeah. By a the little way, bit. Noah
2: and Louise, I saw that I saw, I saw producer patrons Noah and Louise today, Brandon. It was very nice. We saw them. Shout a, out! I was, at, I was at a birthday party um, at, the, at Soccer Roof. In fact, the place where we had our uh, our our meetup in the fall speaking of the Fantastic. queen's passing or, yeah exactly yeah, she's always strong, she's
3: always in in our minds isn't she
2: very strong very strong feelings about the weekend but very very yeah. nice to see those guys yeah.
3: all right rate review subscribe follow us wherever you get your social media go to our website cheating.com. josh i will see you on fantasy 606 on the bbc radio radio 5 i think it is yeah so check us out on uh the fantasy 606 stream this week
2: all right sounds good thanks guys Bye.